Hey, yo, what up, party peoples? It's your man, Big Pee Wee, from the Spin Room on this Tuesday. I hope everybody is doing wonderful. Family is good during this time. We got the crew in the building, man. Big Les, Ron C, Jay Tasha, Miss Everything. And we got a newbie to the crew, man, K Stephanie in the building, man. So I hope everybody's good. What up, folks? Everybody good? Yeah, yes. man. What's up? There it is. All right, man, we're going to get it popping. We ain't going to waste no time. You know what we got to do each and every time we start this show, ladies and gents, right down below. Yeah. I'm going to need you to subscribe. <laughs> click down below. Click on that bell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And make it happen. We need you to subscribe. All right. Uh, thank you guys very much for following us on all podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Anchor, man. It is going down. Thank you guys very much uh, for subscribing. All right, man. So let's get it popping on this Tuesday, man. Big Pee Wee's one gotta go. I'm going to tell you guys, this one was a hard one because this dude right here, he got some films underneath his belt. And once I say his name, all you guys going to go is, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and you guys going to pick out your favorite movie from him. But I don't know it's going to be in the top four. We'll see. One got to go. We talking about Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Sam Jackson, one got to go. Um, you don't even know. So no, no, no. <laughs> I, no, I got my joint. But you know what I was thinking about, Ron? What? I was going to ask you guys. Matter of fact, that's what I'm going to do before I tell you. Each mine. one of us pick our favorite. Exactly. Yeah, thank it. you, Jay Tasha. I was going to say, yeah. Give me your favorite Samuel L. Jackson. I'll see if it's in the top four. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, the newbie, man. Let's get with the newbie. K. Stephanie, newbie. Favorite Samuel L. Jackson movie? I got to go with Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. I got to, yes. Okay. Ron Sizzle. Uh, I know he got a lot, man. He got yeah, a lot. I'm going to go with Rules and Engagement. Rules of engagement. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. All right. Jay Tasha? Mm, I'm going to have to bring it a little newer. And I do, mm, that was a really good one, though. Let's go with Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Ooh. Wow. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. Well, no, I, I leave Coach Carter. Okay, okay. Um, Big Liz. Not necessarily my favorite movie, but my favorite role from him still is Gator from Jungle Fever. Mm. <laughs> hey. hey, I'm a dance for this money, boy. Who needs this money? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That was a classic, dude. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to say only one person got one of his top movies um, on it's this one got to go. Pope Fiction. Pulp Fiction was it. Pulp Fiction was it. Beginner's luck. <laughs> yeah, Pulp Fiction was it. All right, so Wait, here we I go, ladies one. and gents. One got to go. You got to let me know what movie of Sam L. Jackson you're going to let go, all right? What movie you're going to let go? We got four of them right here. Number four, A Time to Kill. Ooh, that was, man, that was my joint right there, man. A Time to Kill. That was my joint right there. Django Unchained. Mm. What? Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Sam was a beast in that. 
No, he wasn't, man. He played a what? little part in that. Cut at the end. Come on, man. Oh, my. Come on, Ron. Come all on, right. Michael. Y'all talk. Come on. He's all right, man. Come on. The Negotiator. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot about that one. The Negotiator. He got a lot of them. Yeah, and Pulp Fiction. So, one got to go, Pulp Fiction. Negotiator, Django Unchained, and A Time to Kill. Uh, We're going to roll it all the way back. We're going to start it all over. We're going to go with you first, Big Les. One got to go, Pulp Fiction. Negotiator, Django Unchained, or A Time to Kill. Damn, those are all good. Yes. But I think I kind of agree with Ron. And even though it doesn't matter, like you can still be a star and kill your like three-line scene the way Halle Berry did in Jungle Fever playing the crackhead, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to being in a whole movie. But I agree with Ron, Django got to go. He was good in that. But compared to the body of work and all four options you just gave yeah. me, Django's got to go. Wow. All right. Ron C., you going to stick with uh, Big yeah, Liz Django, on this man. Django got to go, man. Django got to go. To wow. me, I mean, he, he, it was a good role for him. Uh, you know, I liked it, you know what I mean? But it just wasn't, a, it was, you know, it didn't capture. He played just to play the slave, man. It was good. It's, I'm cool. House <laughs> nigga. He was the house though. nigga in that, man. Come on, man. It was a beast of a role. But okay, that's your choice. Jay Tasha, one got to go. Pulp Fiction, Negotiator, Django Unchained, and uh, A Time to Kill. I'm rolling with everybody else. Django got to go. It was not my favorite. Like, he was great. I just, that move, it was not my favorite. Wow. But one, one of my favorite is, I did like him in The Banker. He was really good in The Banker. Oh, come and, on. And Lakeview Terrace. Everybody got one of them neighbors. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> And I'm surprised you didn't do uh, Snakes on a Plane. I should have said that. Well, Damn, no. too, many, too many movies in it. Yeah, Snakes on a Plane. I, I thought you were going to say the <laughs> other one where he did a, he was a, a, a he was with uh, Christy, Christina Ritchie. Forgot that movie. Um, she, he was, I guess he was uh, trying to help her heal or whatever, Christina Ritchie. Mm -hmm. And then Justin Timberlake was in it too. Mm -hmm. I forgot the title of the movie. Oh, that sounds kind of familiar. Something yeah. moan or like like snake moan? I think it's that one. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I remember. Yeah, they black snake, yeah. Black snake moan. Yeah. You should have put um shaft in there. Well, hold yeah. on, Jay Tasha. I'm not finished yet. Not finished yet. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like Samuel Jackson. Like I can yeah. yeah, not finished yet. All right. Uh K Stephanie. Uh one gotta go. Pulp fiction, negotiator, Django Unchained, or a time to give. I got to go with Ron on this one. Man, are you serious? Yeah. This is a sweep. Django Unchained got to go out of all four. Oh, my goodness. All right, so check it out, ladies and gents. Do me a favor. I need you to go to our IG page at The Spin Room. At The Spin Room. Check out our story, um, and you can get your vote on right there, okay? You can let us know which one you want to let go from Samuel L. Jackson. Pulp Fiction, Negotiator, Django Unchained, or A Time to Kill. Um me personally, the one movie that I gotta let go would have to be uh, Pulp Fiction. What? <laughs> Come on, man. Why, P? It was just something about like that. Gr I don't like that grimy type of film. I mean, he played his part, but it was something about Pulp Fiction, like that grimy gutter. Like I don't know. Like what was it? Kill Bill. It was kind of like Kill Bill. I didn't not like Kill Bill was whack. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It was that type of film, and I just couldn't, you know, couldn't get into it. So, Pulp Fiction, got to go. 
But I'm glad Jay Tasha said something because, man, when I tell you, the movies that this dude got, Coach Carter, Shav, Jungle Fever, 187, Lakeview Terrace, Rules of Engagement. You guys even forgot Soul Man. I, I remember Soul Man and SWAT. And SWAT. What about Glass? Oh, wow. I, oh yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't watch that one yet. Yeah, Glass. And, and Unbroken. What about yeah. Great White Pipe? Mm-hmm. And his biggest ones, multi-millions, global Avengers. All right, right, right. Well, that's why he gets paid the big bucks, because he's dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah, man. So right now, ladies and gents, once again, hit us up on the IG, get your vote on. One Gotta Go, Samuel L. Jackson, Pulp Fiction, Negotiator, Django Unchanged, or A Time to Kill. Uh, let's get into it, man. Pee-wee's Pet Peeve. And this one is recent. This has been popping off, and right now that you guys know that the Republican National Convention is going on, and yes, Ledge, you're feeling me right now. You guys are all feeling me, but Pee-wee's pet peeve today is the racial injustice that is still going on here in America. Not too long ago, um, Jacob Blake got shot in the back seven times from walking away from the police. This is something that continues to happen in our community uh, with black and brown people, uh, this systematic racism with uh, the police. When people say defund the police, it's so funny that the other day, Donald Trump Jr. went on and said, we have to stop racism in America. Everyone is equal, but in the same voice, blue lives matter. I just posted something the other day on social media. I got to read it because it makes so much sense right now with everything that's going on. Blue lives don't exist. Stop drawing an equation between racial identity and your job. Your career is a choice. Being black isn't mm. that's a good one it Any, is anything that comes out of their mouths you know is a plot and a ploy to gain votes and they're probably secretly having this discussion across the airwaves with all their kkk brethren or whatever like they're all in cahoots there's no honesty in in any of that stuff that comes out of their mouth facts and mm-hmm. we just notice in their little whole thing what was the husband and wife that pulled guns on the protesters mm-hmm. because it was passing by the house? Right. Yeah. Had them on. And they were saying the same exact thing. And it was, you're absolutely right, Les. They, I mean, speaking to their base. You know, you don't want this in your community. They're going and to. And he's talking about, he's talking about black folks. He ain't talking about none of us but black folks. You don't want no more black folks in your community. And that's what they were saying. That's the basically suburban. what they were saying. Right. They're going to destroy the suburban community. I just don't understand when a megaphone became a violent tool. It's one thing if I'm coming and I'm going to hit you over the head with it, but me standing off your property line, speaking through it peacefully, and that's suddenly a weapon that you got to come out with an AK-47 or whatever? Come on. So Pee Wee's Pet Peeve today, ladies and gents, is the racial injustice here in America. And still, to this day, as we all say, say their name, Breonna Taylor. Elijah McClain, George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, and many more 
brothers and sisters that's here in America that literally is getting the brunt end of racial injustice here in America. So again, say their name. Pee Wee's mm-hmm. pet peeves today, man. All right, we got uh, we got a newbie. We got the newbie in the building today, ladies and gents. Welcome, uh, K. Stephanie, to the spin room. Yeah, man. Thank you guys so much for having me on here. I appreciate it very much. So, so um, K. Stephanie's yeah. segment is called Her TV. And uh, Kay, uh, let everybody know um, what Her TV is about and go right into it. Okay, well, Her TV is pretty much about um, giving you the highlights of today's TV shows, docuseries, and movies that are coming out. Um, especially with this whole pandemic going on, um, there's a lot of movies coming out on Amazon, Hulu, and um, Netflix, and HBO. So I just want to keep everyone informed and updated on what I'm watching and what I think about it and giving you guys input on it as well. All right. Well, let's make it happen then. All right. So I don't know if you guys heard of Hulu's um, show called High Fidelity. It stars with Zoe Kravitz. So it's, yes, I honestly, I I, I think they were telling me um, that this was based on a movie called High Fidelity back in 2000. I wasn't aware of it. Um, I really, I haven't watched that movie, but I guess it's based upon um, pretty much the character that Zoe plays is about um, her being a record store owner. And she falls in love with um, this guy that she's been dating for over two years, but they finally break up. So she goes through the motions and she goes through her playlist of like, you know, her grieving moments. And so I personally loved it. I watched it. um, But I've also heard that Hulu isn't going to bring it back. So it was only good for just one season only. Um, And to me, I don't know if that's even a good thing. I know a lot of people like Halle Berry and Reese Witherspoon was very disappointed and expressed how unfortunate it was for Hulu not to, you know, deciding to pull the plug on it. So, you know, so suddenly Um, and pretty much came to a decision for, I think to me, I feel like it's, it's unfortunate because Hulu should have, um, it was like, it would have given Hulu like, um, like a demonstration of like diversity of like within Hollywood and, and bringing the second season, you know, as far as, you know, that all, all, like ensuring audiences is like these stories do matter. So um, yeah, Zoe, she kind of said a few words about she wasn't too happy that they're not bringing the second season back. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I think that um, this show was really, really good. I think everybody can relate to it, man or woman, especially when you're going through a breakup and you know, you got the playlist going, whether, you know, you're listening to Anita Baker or Nina Samoan and you're just going through these emotions and it's just like you're sitting there and you're, you know, having fun with, you know, your friends at the end of the day, your friends are trying to pull you out of that funk. So I don't know if you guys watched it yet, but if you guys have, what's your intake on it? The first season is definitely <laughs> a like it was really good. She had such a range of emotion in that in that movie and the the girl who played her business partner the big thick girl i forget the actress's name she is hilarious so definitely i don't know if they're doing a petition online or whatever to bring it back hopefully they will um it really highlighted her acting chops it's a good good show i haven't seen it yet but did they discontinue it because it wasn't a lot of views or was it too costly and because of covid do you know there's no, there's no reason on why we're, I even was trying to uh, search it up through Twitter and stuff like that. They're, they haven't given a, a legitimate reason on why they're not bringing it back. 
Well, I guess I'm going to have to binge watch it because the way you made it sound, it sounds good. Yeah, I haven't seen <laughs> it either. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try to watch it. Check it out. And you know me, y'all. Zoe can get it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's the takeaway. <laughs> then you should be positioning for the show of all people. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> all right, what you got next, Karen? So the next thing, um, I don't know if you guys have watched um, Tyler Perry's Sisters. Yep. Um, that's one of my go-to shows. I think it's actually coming back this month, um, but I love it. I, it's pretty much a bunch of girlfriends that get together, again, going through relationship problems, and they have each other like to pull through. Um, to me, I- Gabrielle Dennis, is, is that one of the actresses in the show? No, KJ Smith is in it. She's one of the leads. Um, and then it's three new, newer face, newer face uh, uh, sisters. But it's a really good show. So Tyler Perry did well on writing that one. He dropped at the same time he dropped the Oval. But yeah. So this is all right. on BT. BT Plus. It's, yes, it's on oh. BT. Yeah. And so, so um, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, I literally binge watched it. it. I think it came out the same time as um, High Fidelity. So um, I'm just excited. I, I have to watch it this week. I know I, I think it should be coming out later on this week, um, this uh, season two. So have you watched it? I have not seen it. Josh is the only one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm the only one? Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. I hate to say it. I'm a little on the fence when it comes to Tyler Perry Productions. And I don't mean to say that, that I doubt them. Because one day I would like to work maybe under the umbrella, but I'm just, I don't know. I think the play, I don't know. I just haven't gotten to it yet. So I need to kind of sample and really get like a full on opinion about it. Yeah, that show was actually really good. It was written better than a lot of his other shows. I'll give you that. Um, the Oval didn't catch me at first, but that show for Tyler Perry was really good. And he did a spin, not a spinoff, but like a male version called Brothers. I don't know how that one went, but it's very Tyler Perry stage play-ish. You know what I mean? All right, yeah. I got I to confess. I saw it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, which one of them are you smashing, Ron? Is that right. one? Well, I, he smashed one or the girl he's smashing with wanted to watch it? No, right. no, that wasn't it. I started watching it. I was watching it. I got into it. You know what I mean? And then just, just I'm, I'm finished watching it. So, yes, I've seen it. It's good. It's, it's really good. good. I mean, it goes through the troubles, like she said, with Kay Stephanie uh, said, it goes through the troubles. And, you know, one of them girls, Les, you should watch it because you'd be like, oh, dang, I can kind of relate to that and why she's so stupid and why she let him in the house and, you know, kind of stuff like that. So is this kind of like the black version of Sex in the City, maybe? Yeah. Sort yes, of? like something like that, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Ron, you watch Sex in the City too? <laughs> Who are you? No, I, I, I used to watch a couple of episodes, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get into Sex in the City. You probably watched The Notebook and everything. I know. No, I didn't watch The Notebook. <laughs> Look, I'm in awe right now. I have, I'm lost for words, Ron. It's like Invasion oh, of Body Snatches. Come on, man. I got a heart. I'm a crip, hard crip, man. Come on, man. I got a heart. You a hard crip, or you got a heart, and you a crip. Oh, now I will say this. I saw the oval and I first, uh, the first episode. Yeah. It just threw me off. The first episode threw me off that they, I mean, it started off with the guy beating up the woman and I was just like, this is how we starting this. Like <laughs> they in there just don't, I mean, going at each other. And I was like, I nah. Past that. I didn't get past that. I, I 
turned it off. So I'm with you, Pee Wee. Yeah, I was like, I'm good. It's very interesting about the characters that Tyler Perry always picks, right? Because you know, the masses have always talked about not just him in a dress, but you know, playing Medea and stuff like that. But even the like pretty men that he chooses or the stories that he tells about um, the women either being strong or needing to be saved. Like there's always the same line in regard to all his films that clearly seems like it stems from his childhood. So I almost kind of don't want to fall into that dysfunction or emotional, whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's made yeah. him a lot of money. I get it. Kind of like when Sade puts out an album, all that emotional stuff brings you hits. So, you know. You like Sisters, though. Watch it. All right. I'll give it a try. Hold on. Awesome. And before we go, you, you got to touch Pete Valley. Like I think you like it. You got to watch Pete Valley. If y'all ain't watch, you watch Sisters, you got to watch Pete Valley, man. P Valley is the business, man. It is good. <laughs> it's, all, it's good. It's all right. It's good. All right. I can't take it's that good. damn owner of the strip club. He's doing too much. P Valley, nigga. P Valley is the monster, man. <laughs> K Steph, you watched P Valley? Haven't yet, no. Grab it. Mm -hmm. Let's put that on a list and we want to hear your reviews. Yeah, reviews right. on it. Yeah, P Valley. Yeah. I'm lost for words right now. This Sunday is the, uh, the last the last episode for the season, season uh, first season. So that's because there's a bunch of strippers in there. So ninety percent of the I mean, season is ass show. First, I first, hey, hey, I'm not gonna front. At first, I, that's the reason why I wanted to see. I said, "What's this all about?" You know. And then once <laughs> I started watching it, it started getting good to me. I mean, they country is hell in there, man. They country them, man. So you might not even understand some of the things they're saying, man. You have to kind of wait, like, wait a minute. What did you just say? But the shit is good. To me, I thought it was good. Yeah. All right. I so, got some shows we're going to tap hey, on, but hey, I'm hey, going to let P-Step bring it in. Strippers, man. That's all I got to tell you is strippers. So you're you going to like that, man. You're going you gonna to be right there. I like Ron being Siskel and Ebert, or Ebert sure. and Ebert, or whatever the new <laughs> movie review. You know, what were the movie review guys from Living Color? Oh, hated it. <laughs> right. Hated it. Kay Stephanie, look what you brought out of Ron. I love it. Yeah, All right, Kay, let's um, so, wrap it up. Okay, so the last one um, I want to bring up it's Project Power starting Jamie Foxx. Um, I actually watched this like this uh, earlier this week and or this past weekend actually and it takes place in the streets of New Orleans um, where it begins to spread about his mysterious new pill. Uh, it unlocks secret uh, secret superpowers. Um, I don't, I, at this point I, I, when I was watching it that one the actor uh, what's her name Dominic Fishback she's a really good actor and she plays uh, a girl from high school that she gets involved in the wrong crowd but Jamie Foxx has like flashbacks of her, like, I guess she reminds him of her daughter that he once lost. So he's like on this journey of like searching her daughter and searching for his daughter while trying to see who's behind, like who's involved with this magic pill that it's being corrupted by a lot of, you know, kids in the streets or people that are trying to sell this pill to, um, you know, drug dealers. It was a really good movie. I don't know if you guys watched it yet or heard about it. I haven't watched it. You what, watched it Ron, you didn't see that? No. He over there watching <laughs> P. Valley and Sisters while he missed yeah, Project yeah. P. Valley, nigga. If it come on Sunday, I'm not watching it. So I'm going to let you know. Actually, this joint is Netflix. So this is like uh, yeah. Jamie Foxx being a superhero. Literally. Yeah, and it's much. actually pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. So. You seen Limitless? 
It was like limitless. It sure was. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure was. So yeah, that's, um, that's all I have for today though. But yeah, I'm just gonna wrap this up that to me when I watched it, I, I really did fall in love with Dominique Fishback. She her care. I, I think she plays another movie too. Um, but with this one, I just felt like, I don't know, I just I almost cried because there's some scenes in it. You just have to watch. It's very suspense, especially when she gets like kidnapped in the beginning. And it's just like, I don't know, it's something about her, like her acting is just it's I don't know. It's amazing watching her in that movie. So cool. if you guys haven't seen it, I guarantee you guys will like it. Thanks, Karen. All right, there it is, ladies and gents. That's Karen Stephanie right there with her TV report, breaking it down. I hit you guys off with uh, one got to go, Samuel L. Jackson. Don't forget, get your vote on on the IG story, Pulp Fiction, Negotiator, Django and Change, or A Time to Kill, Pee Wee's Pet Peeve. Now, don't forget, tomorrow, ladies and gents, that girl right down there, Jay Tasha, she got the birthdays, Millennial Minute, and new music. So make sure you guys tune in tomorrow for Jay Tasha, man. And don't forget, subscribe. We're on all platforms. We are the Spin Room. That's K. Stephanie, Jay Tasha, DJ Ron C, Big Les. I'll be your man, Big Pee Wee. We are the Spin Room. Y'all enjoy your Tuesday, all right? Peace.